Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You will drive yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Coachella's over. No, there's two weekends. <laughs> I know, that's why. There's two weekends. I always forget that there are two weekends. And not only are there two weekends, the artists just play the same shit again. That's so weird. I always forget how weird Coachella has become. Why is that weird to you that they just do it again? Isn't that weird to you? They just it's a it's a carbon copy of the weekend before because too many people want to experience this thing. It's not a carbon copy. I think some of them do like different guests or like change the set list a little or whatever. I just find that so strange because when you think of a music festival, you kind of think of it as this like this one, time one only. fun weekend, this one time only thing. It just makes it feel so much less special to me. But I guess Coachella is so huge. All the celebrities have to go. Uh, they had more Cali water to get rid of. Hey everyone, I'm so excited because it's my favorite time of the year. It's the beginning of festival season. So today I'm gonna to be showing you what I'm gonna be packing for Coachella. These are some of my favorite must-haves and accessories. Well, my thing is, what I think is funny about Coachella for our purposes is that we always cover the first re we always cover the first weekend of Coachella because it's happening Never the and it feels exciting. And then the second weekend we're like we're burned out, so we don't even and we don't even go, but we're burned out from coverage that we're just like, all right, if anybody new came to this, like let us know. But otherwise, <laughs> we're not just like gonna scour the internet for like Coachella attendees like we did for the first you know weekend. Well, right. Do you think Vanessa Hutchins is gonna go back for a second weekend in the sun? No, she went weirdly, once. I mean, I don't. I guess not. I was gonna say weirdly yes because I think she's like you know she loves Coachella so much, but but probably not. She's the busy. only reason I could see her going a second time is to do more brand work for her Cali water, which I'm not even saying that as a, that as a joke. She was doing so much work promoting this Cali water. I'm sure it was well, if not at Coachella, Coachella, where like it it's like it is Coachella. It's literally defined by its use at Coachella. Mm-hmm. The more Cali water you drink, the more space <laughs> Palm Springs will have for Coachella in the future. Because, like, as the water the just water, you're goes saying the away, water is getting sucked as the water up, goes yeah. away and sucked into the cans for Vanessa Hudgens, she did not disappoint. But also, the more Cali water you drink, the more outfits Vanessa Hudgens gets, therefore enhancing our all of our Coachella watching experiences. So, wasn't sure if you knew, but I released a cactus water called Cali water that is actually so good for you. It contains five naturally occurring electrolytes to boost hydration and is packed with skin fortifying antioxidants, anti-inflammatory properties, and 200 milligrams of prickly pear extract, which is proven hangover relief. Trust me, this, this is the stuff that dreams are made of. <laughs> That's very true. I was looking for the first 
at least like paparazzi photos of Vanessa Hudgens at Coachella, like the first instance of Vanessa at Coachella. And the earliest one that I found was in 2009. She's been going since 2009 and she looks, I mean, it's a 180. It's a 180. She's I mean, in at this some. Point, she not only posts her own retrospects, she not only posts her own retrospectives, websites now collect her retrospective. Like it's really like defining for her. And in a way, I think it went from being like, shameful to shameless to being like celebrated which is an incredible route for this to take because people were like lmao but then they were kind of like you're iconic for this do you know i i think that that's honestly like pretty emblematic of vanessa hudgens's entire vibe and i'm saying this seriously like the when you are a child star specifically a disney star you kind of have to strong arm your way into adulthood stardom and like she just persisted she just like did not stop she was like i don't care if people make fun of me for going to coachella i'm gonna keep going until not only do you stop making fun of me you can't wait to see me and you can't wait to drink my drink that's gonna make me richer for being there (laughs) you know like she has just like strong armed her way into maintaining celebrity. And I think it's it, like there's something very Rita Ora about it in terms of like brand strategy. But there's also something that I think people can tell is very inherent to her nature, which is like the girl loves to dress up. Like she also loves Halloween. And she, all you know, this is like mm-hmm. her style. Like her and her like raver DJ BFF Gigi McGree are like very much into like this type of fun shameless cosplay adjacent behavior where you're just like Mm -hmm. always dressing up for different reasons Coachella is the ultimate dressing up and also she's from California so it's like you're you're cosplaying California you know but you're cosplaying a version of California I think like I I find myself going back and forth when I look through all these photos especially (laughs) all the ones that you compiled into the doc and like that we got over you know days of screen grabbing Instagrams but like I go back and forth from thinking what the fuck are these people wearing to fully understanding why they're doing it because this is all so specific to Coachella. The people who come here in these outfits cannot wear these outfits literally anywhere else, any place else, but Coachella one or two weekends a year. That's it. Like nothing these people are wearing or doing makes sense out of this specific context. So because of that, I understand like the fun of it, even though it's fun, I would never want to participate in. You can't wear your Halloween costume around town usually, depending on. Yeah, I know, but that, you know. but I, but that's one of the reasons why people go hard on Halloween because it's like I can only do this once a year. Like right. when when you actually take a step back and think about like the fact that it is dress up, like you were saying, it it starts making a lot more sense to me. And again, I don't have any interest in it, but like I'm less like irritated by it. Callie Waters' Instagram account is also fully in on the joke and embracing it because their caption was, Vanessa, queen of the desert, stays hydrated with Callie Water. (laughs) Queen of the desert. No one's arguing. Priscilla, move over. We have a new queen in town, and it's Vanessa Hudgens. And according to the blinds on Crazy Days and Nights, Vanessa Hudgens is about to pivot to celebrity medium. This former A-list teen actress thinks she can divide her time between acting and being a medium. She has already had lessons from a very popular medium and wants to work some small events until she gets the hang of it. And this was revealed to be Vanessa Hudgens. Again, according to the Crazy Days and Nights blinds. I believe it. I fully believe it. Vanessa Hudgens wants to be a medium? Fine. Great. Fine. (laughs) No, I'm, 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 I'm fully supportive of Vanessa Hudgens' career choices. Why not? Why wouldn't I be? It's good for my business. Why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens being a, a medium, that's good for us. Who else came to Coachella? Everyone. Karuchi Tran attended the coach DJ booth, the coach house. Who else was at Coachella? Nicole Scherzinger and Tom Evans. 
I love this. They, Constantly they, 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 he's hot and she knows it. I mean, she's hot too, but he's hot. And so she's just like, take her shirt off. We're doing a lap. Like, which is very fun. <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger flashes abs in tiny white crop top as she at Tom Evans attend Coachella. He's the one that was like on her show, her singing competition show. And she was like, yes. also, you're my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger, Vanessa Hudgens, and Maura Higgins and more. You can tell you're reading the mirror or the sun when it's Maura Higgins and more. Stun at Coachella. <laughs> There's a lot of Love Island girls there, but they really were only picked up by the UK by the top English boys, press, which makes yeah. sense. Heidi Klum and husband uh, Tom Cowlitz were Gowlitz. smooching on the grass, which is honestly very much the spirit of Coachella. I love it. Mm-hmm. Every time I see them, he's like he's like a freaking Aquaman vibes here. He, We've got yeah, like a full very, beard, long Momoa hair. Momoa it's like Leto. Jared Leto wishes he was this authentically this, you know? Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio was there with Camilla Maroney, who is 24 now. TikTok. This may be their last. This may be their last Coachella together. I gotta <laughs> say. Oh my God, Camila Camila Maroney is gonna have to come to Coachella by herself next year. She's gonna have to get sponsored by one of the Coachella houses if she's gonna get a ticket because I don't think Leo's paying for a helicopter this time. You know. So funny. So funny. Leonardo DiCaprio, forty-seven, shields his face as he makes low-key appearance alongside girlfriend Camilla Maroney, twenty-four, at Coachella Festival. Bella Thorne was there, obviously. I obviously I, I don't know what I mean well Bella Thorne husband. is I think a close second to Vanessa Hudgens in terms of like celebrities who fully like encompass the Coachella vibe fully like inhabit the Coachella vibe I mean you know is Well that, I think also right. her sister who is a DJ Danny played Coachella and so did Gigi McGree so both girls have a BFF slash sister who is like a performer at some offshoot of you know because Coachella has like 45 stages and like different Mm -hmm. big and small acts so both of them have that in common which is interesting and I think that that kind of says it all you know both of them are kind of wacky in that way Bella Thorne maybe more so than Vanessa Hudgens but you had pulled all these Instagram links and I clicked on all of them there are dozens of them and I got the captions from all of them. There's something about the way that celebrities Instagram about Coachella because it's like this, um, it's like they understand the pressure of if you're going to go to Coachella, the main point of going to Coachella is to be seen at Coachella and to brag that you are at Coachella. So it's almost like they feel pressure to post. They don't really want to post, but they also want to seem fun. So they have to seem like they're having a good time, but they can't do something as obvious as like Coachella day one. They all want to try to, do something clever or pithy or something and just like seeing this tapestry of who liberty coachella captions is pleasing to me and i'm not sure that it works on audio but like all the different ways these who's have to pronounce and announce their like arrival at coachella is like very well weird a lot of them are like me. describing their looks right mm-hmm. like the look is important to show off and then some are just being like i'm at coachella or and then the best is now that i'm not at coachella so we'll get there <laughs> but the i'm at coachella list of do you want to just like read the name in there these are instagram captions that like mm-hmm. you know are under the photo of them at coachella you can this is like the arrival posts by the way these are, these are the specific arrival posts stella I'm not Hudgens. Sure there's a i'm not sure there's a, a, a graceful way to read these though unfortunately Jason Hoppenheim says, my first Coachella, but not my last. You have a lot of people just talking about what they were wearing. There's Max Eric who says, Coachella day one was lit. And then you have Maura Higgins just say, Coachella, Ferris wheel. 
Zoe Deutsch said, we found a pink wall at Coachella and are doing a hashtag. Hashtag ad, hashtag H&M, hashtag H&MXME. A lot of people were doing this H&M spawn. This tone I find like sort of irritating where it's like, oh, here we're doing this obligatory thing, but we totally love every second of it. And we're also getting paid to do it. Kyle Richard says, every year I say it's my last Coachella. Hashtag I'm back. Hashtag haters let me live. Demi Rose's first Coachella. That one was that photo. Demi was Rose's first Coachella. Else. Demi Rose, the the probably the most iconic influencer only on this list. Just pure posting pictures of me and myself in a bikini influencer on Instagram. Her first Coachella. Her first Coachella. Yeah, alive and um, well. Proud of her. Vaz Morgan says first day of Coachella, and I pretty much took no pictures. So here's my pink hair and a few that managed to take that I managed to take in between. All fun I was having. Heart, heart, heart. Love you all. His squad. I hate to jump ahead. Vaz Morgan went with his squad. His squad consists of two people, at least two people that he revealed. Michael at Michael, the mysterious influencer who is somehow friends with the entire Riverdale cast and all of Rita Ora's crew. Okay. The Cana- mysterious Canadian influencer slash, I think, son of a real Valentine's estate magnate. Day together. And Alexander Skarsgård, the Northman. The Northman. It's the Northman, well, the other Northman, a.k.a. Michael, and Vaz Morgan. My question is, like, shouldn't, not to be, go do your job, but shouldn't he be busy promoting the Northman? Why are you at Coachella with, like, Vaz Morgan and, like... Michael at Michael. Michael. Like, why are you taking Rita's place in this, like, cursed thruple? You should be promoting the Northmen. Hello, my name is Alexander Skarsgård. I am... (laughs) And I am Anya Taylor-Joy. And this is Snack Wars for Lad Bible. It was just three people in a van. Squad. The movie's not called (laughs) The Westman. Get it? It's like California. Yeah, pretty good. Is the Northman or the Northman? The Northman. Or the North Man. The Northman. The Northman. If it were North Space Man, I would say the North Man. But because it's one word, I think it's Northman. I mean, we're famously not good at pronunciations on this show, so... The Northman. Anyways, I'm just saying the Northman was at Coachella and not promoting the Northman, which is in theaters this weekend. Exactly. It's very weird. All right. The first day of Coachella. uh, Okay, Colton Underwood was there. Live music is back, which is like the most. Hey, can you use our suggested copy? Live music has been back. What is that? Live music is back. Thank you at GoGo LA Music and Tao Hospitality Group for a fun night with friends and food. Is there anyone worse than Colton Underwood? Romy Struzd, another kind of rising queen of Coachella. No, she is. You skipped Alessandra Ambrosio, but she's also another. Her and um, Romy Struzd are always at Coachella. Didn't Romy Struge post the photos in front of those windmills? Yeah, and she was like powering myself to coach like something insane. <laughs> right. <laughs> Romy Struge did not mention Earth Day. Even know it was Earth Day. She didn't know it was Earth Day. Yeah. She's posing in front of the windmills and her caption was she was celebrating your, she was, was celebrating like, your birthday, right? Was just, she was like happy birthday Bobby no, Finger. Thanks for the shout out. It's more perfect. First of all, this is when you listen to this video of her at the windmill. It what is what do you think the noise is as a win, at a windmill farm? Well, I've been to those windmills. You drive past captured, them on your way to Coachella. They don't a, sound like anything. Captured by an iPhone's camera when you are out in the wind in the desert. What do you think it sounds like? Here's a hint: whenever you tap for sound, it's <laughs> and there's Romy Strijd posing in front of the windmills. And what is her caption? That's right. 
Coachella vlog is up. Link in bio. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you celebrate Earth Day. Link in bio. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Romy Stridge celebrating Earth Day. Thank you, Romy Stridge. I mean, I could post that and be like, Romy Stridge celebrated Bobby Finger's birthday you at could Windhill have. Farm. You very much could Coachella. have. Change that, change that caption. Right now it says, Earth Girl, Romy Stridge stopped by Palm Springs <laughs> to pose in front of large white windmills in a reminder no, my... that renewable energy is a big part of the reason we celebrate Earth Day. Philly uh, Mail, no. she did not do that at all. <laughs> Romy Struge made it to Palm Springs. Alessandra Ambrosio says, back in my playground. Hashtag Coachella. Huddy says, Coachella day one. This is the vibe Formerly all weekend. little Huddy. I love, I love Catherine Newton's, you know what day it is. It's like, we do. <laughs> we do know what day it is. It's Coachella day one. Storm Reed, Coachella day uno. Shaking it up a little bit. James Charles looking terrifying, saying, Coachella. Who is this? St- this is Stassi baby, right? Mm-hmm. Stassi Baby writing Back in the Desert Baby. I love Tara Manning's. Fun times with at Brandon Liberati, at Mad Maven, hashtag Rolling Stone, <laughs> hashtag Meta, hashtag Resorts World LV, hashtag Lucky Brand, hashtag Coachella 2022 Daytime Fun. Thank you, Allie Lasky, for having us. Mm-hmm. Also, did you note, edited, she had to put some hashtags in there. She, <laughs> Allie was like, Taryn, Taryn. Actually, the, the greatest thing about Coachella, as you pulled out, were all of the different branded houses the little spots where you can they always you know, are the best get your part. fix of free water and drinks and shade and uh cool air and also branded opportunities you know like branded promos for upcoming things like ab hbo max is the flight attendant if you want to see a brand spend so much more money than necessary to build like let's say a giant Louis Vuitton suitcase that is also where the DJs DJ, like with two DJ booths in it, but it looks like an open suitcase. Why? I don't know. But you will find that at Coachella. Mm-hmm. There was a Jam Cella house presented by Geo Jam and Naya Houston celebrating <laughs> Lauren Gray's birthday. Lauren, L O R E N, Lauren Gray. We talked about Lauren Gray on the show before. She was a musically person now, and then mm-hmm. an artist, I guess. My favorite house, though, was the HBO Max house. That was my if favorite house. If I went house. to Coachella, I would have just stayed the entire time at the HBO Max house and watched clips of the flight attendant season two. Shout out to Hannah from The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I forget which one. Ready for takeoff with HBO Max. Grab some popcorn and binge watch one of my favorite TV shows at Flight Attendant on Max. At Flight Attendant on Max. I forgot HBO. Hashtag TFA Pre-Flight Lounge. Hashtag HBO Max Partner. The second photo in this cursed carousel is her standing in front of what is obviously like a pop-up fake like counter like airline mm-hmm. counter which is normally the most stressful place like on the planet but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it fun we're gonna make it fun and she's holding her boarding pass to nowhere and there honestly is an iconic actor slash hired guy to like play a flight attendant which i hope he was mean actor model. and he's yeah. posing like it is his fucking lucky break which i feel like mm-hmm. it might be it might be it might be he's a star he's a star and then Nick Vile was there too. Nick Vile, another a lot of the Bachelor people really took advantage of the HBO Max flight attendant house. They are getting their like IVs. <laughs> another incredible Coachella thing is that you can get like vitamin infusions IVs. So I guess the Coachella house for HBO Max had that, so you could get, you know, you could quote unquote recover. I'm just trying to not die of like dehydration out there, you know. Is that like the number one gig for like a phlebotomist working at like a Coachella IV, you know, dispensary? 
does it get any better for a for a certified phlebotomist than like shoving IVs into the veins of who liberties at Coachella? I mean, I've got another one for you. COVID testing, COVID testing, uh, Coachella recovery <laughs> IVs and just general phlebotomy. Uh, just shoving, shoving little swabs into the noses of famous people all day. Sort of fun, right? Or disgusting, but like kind Is of fun. Is it fun? You'll yeah. never guess who I swabbed today. Nick Vile, who was spotted at the FTX booth. Yes, that's right. Cryptocurrency had a uh, made an appearance at crypt- at uh, Coachella this year. She says, stop by the at FTX official tent and had a blast. <laughs> had a blast. If you're into or are curious about hashtag NFTs, stop by. This weekend oh, started off with a bang. Hashtag NFT, hashtag Coachella. This is such a telling caption to me because once again, everything involving cryptocurrency and NFTs explains nothing. It explains nothing in this caption. Well, if you want to learn more, you got to stop by. What are you, she's supposed to explain it in the, in the post? No, we got to go by. Stop by. This really is such a good weekend for ads. Chloe Bailey was there doing Spawn for her Ray-Ban sunglasses. Not even sunglasses, Ray-Ban glasses. No, this is what killed me is that she was doing Spawn for Ray-Ban, but they like wouldn't give her a pair of sunglasses. She had to wear like just regular kind of like glasses with glass in them, you know, like as if she was wearing glasses. So her entire like chic look was kind of like predicated and ruined by these glasses. And she even posted and said, it's giving school teacher. And it's like, it is giving school teacher, take them off. But she couldn't because she said, y'all like these glasses on me, capturing memories with my Ray-Ban stars. Oh, you know what these glasses are? Yeah, they are the fucking video. Facebook glass. Oh. Yes. Oh. They put video yeah. on your stories. Okay, but can you at least make them look chic? Why do they have to look like that? Can you at least give this poor woman sunglasses? She's in Palm Desert or whatever for three days. God, I was walking. Oh, my. Where was I walking? In New Orleans. And I passed a guy wearing Snapchat specs. And I did like a double take. We're still doing that? Well, he was. That means if you see Chloe Bailey at Coachella, just know she's wearing these fucking spy glasses and... (laughs) Don't do coke well, in front of her. Don't do any drugs in front of Chloe Bailey at Coachella. I don't know where or when she plans on posting these stories or if, but when I looked at her Instagram, these Ray-Ban stories were nowhere to be found. So I guess that wasn't part of the contract where she was like, you're getting grid. You're getting one story of me wearing them, but you will not be the content that I take on the glasses, which I think is totally fair. But it's funny to like be like I'm doing spawn for these glasses that have a functionality, but you're not going to see the actual functionality. I mean, maybe I missed it, but I tried to find instances of this and I could not find it. But again, there are two weekends of this hellish thing. So maybe we'll see the actual stories from her glasses. Oh, you're saying next weekend she's going to start recording. Yeah, next weekend. Next weekend she's going to become a narc. Um, Other houses. Oh, God. Ava Philippi was at the H&M booth, just like H&M had a huge presence there, which I guess makes sense. H&M, thank you so much for having me over before the festival. (laughs) It wasn't that big of an honor, sweetie. You also had The Human's House with Netflix star Bryce Hirschberg, crypto influencer Wayne Riley, actor and singer Paul Butcher, actress Taylor. Can you do you are any of these names ringing a bell? No, because they are like YouTuber Twitchers. The Human's House is of like specifically like influencers i do think because of covid and the late start that coachella got last year and kind of the year before ish this is the first year where full out coachella has been fully invaded by the next generation of influencers because Mm -hmm. it was already like you know it's a festival that people in california go to and then also like vaguely famous people or whatever but then also just like an influx of influencers and now i feel Mm -hmm. like it's all the tiktok 
uh, crypto, uh, not crypto, but Twitch, whatever, they're all now in here full force. Like half of the people, mm -hmm. I think the other, I think the more famous people are going to start leaving. Like Camilla Maroney so? and, and Leo, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like very much like the Tobey Maguires that would normally be here or whatever. Like they're not coming. <laughs> well, they're they aging old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're they much old older. For this. Vanessa's got like 10 more years in her, I think. You think? I think so. It's such a big, it's such a like integral part of her brand baby. at this point. Yeah. I'm just saying like, there, it seems like a little bit of a turnover. Like Paris Hilton goes to this every year. I'm not for long. We had Absolute paying homage to its one source Swedish heritage with the <laughs> Swedish House Mafia. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> Swedish House Mafia again, Palo Paradise again, Paloma. Wait, mm -hmm. is, oh, that's a drink. Oh, these are all press releases that are like impossible to read. Fans cannot mm -hmm. only grab a virtual drink, a virtual drink. Okay. Yeah, wait. I was going to say, Lindsay, I, I clicked on this and Absolute did have a, a house at Coachella, drink. but it was in the metaverse. <laughs> I'm sorry, a virtual drink. It was in the Can metaverse. Can you think of anything? Can you think of anything more useless than a virtual drink? Well, the, the ad for this said, let's have a drink in the metaverse. It's like, babe, that's not a drink. <laughs> that's like ones babe. and zeros. <laughs> babe, what's that going to do for me? <laughs> Let's have a drink in the metaverse. But that's the thing is like, I do think it's actually so wild when the house becomes just purely for show. There's no one mm -hmm. actually attending. There's no one actually enjoying it. There's no experience worth having there. And now we fully just transformed it into being something that's online only. Like, I just feel like it's not surprising to me to want to make a place where influencers come and take photos. And I thought that's the direction we were headed towards. But this flight attendant thing, doesn't even have like a cool thing to take a photo in front of. So if you're going to spend all this money to promote the flight attendant, don't you want to make like this one, you know, this, this photo booth-esque place that maybe is a security line or something that is perfectly framed and makes it easy to compose a really good, cute, flattering photograph of yourself. And as far as I could tell, they didn't have that. And none of these places have that. And that's well, weird the, to me. They have the, the, well, Coachella has the, the ferris wheel or whatever but yeah remember, you're right well remember like what? in 2010 when like every when like movie theater movie theaters started getting really really big on like things you could pose with because of instagram where it's like of course you could pose in the poster like i'm surprised to see very little of that here um i thought we i thought we were fully like stuck in that kind well, of promotion strategy lays headed to coachella with fresh 4d <laughs> and an immersive tasting experience featuring the freshest chips ever they had potato domes potato domes potato like potato domes, domes. like potato domes so that was ver that was um real life that was something yeah but i don't see any photos with. of it i think i think timmy sent us a photo of himself with the potato dome he did Wait, I yeah. didn't see Timmy in the potato. Timmy took he the did. weekend off so he could go to Coachella, which is honestly, we made the right choice. <laughs> but I think Timmy had too much fun because we didn't get any gossip back. Like, Timmy's just having a good time. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> I completely missed the photo of... I completely missed the photo of Timmy in the potato. He's in the potato. Yeah. And you can hear the person taking the photo going, stay flavorful. <laughs> it's a stop, live photo. Stop, stop, stop. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> flavorful. Wait, say flavorful or stay say flavorful. flavorful. It's either slave stay safe flavorful or stay flavorful. But flavorful doesn't make your mouth like go into the shape of like a good picture. Why is it that when I went to the Lay's Instagram and you click the hashtags they tell you to use, the top posts are barely like 
breaking, you know, a few hundred likes. They did something wrong. Lay's had every opportunity to do things right. I'm not seeing their presence anywhere. Listen to this. And this photo fans, booth sucks. Fans can partake in the reservation-only seated four-course tasting experience. They'll be the first consumers to ever experience Lay's potato chips in their freshest form, with potato chips served less than 24 hours after they are made. Wait. But you... <laughs> But you could go to a restaurant and, like, have a potato chip that's, like, made at the restaurant. Yeah, of course. Of course. So, but is it a lay? Is it a, I mean, a classic lay? I mean, no, I get. But, like, the reason why lays are good is because they're not made like that. They're made in a ra- in a lab. <laughs> <laughs> I just find this, like, I'm seeing so many missed Same. opportunities here. And now, like, reading through these for, like, the fourth or fifth time, I'm even more disappointed in these brands. Like, come on on make something cool if you're gonna spend all this fucking money then like do something fun with it lay's crunch studios a space that allows festival goers to assume the role of dj transforming the iconic crunch of lay's potato chips into a hip-hop beat pumped out of golden speakers unless it's bb rexa writing the iconic crunch crunch theme song i don't want to hear it But also, that sounds kind of funny to me. There's no example of that on Lays' Instagram. Yeah, where's you know, the like, music? I want to hear someone make a fucking sick beat to this sick beat with Crunch Crunch. Where is that, Lays? These are missed opportunities. I'm I very love how mad you are. You're more mad at like the missed opportunity of the brand than the fact that the brand is doing something so fucking stupid. Well, it's all going to be stupid, but like, at least makes fun, stupid content out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. The last thing that I think we're going to say about Coachella is, <laughs> I oh I missed Presley Gerber and Cindy Crawford with their mom and dad were at Coachella. <laughs> Presley Gerber and his family were in Palm Springs, but then v- it was made very clear that they're chilling, not chilling, which I thought was funny. They didn't chilling, not chilling, said Presley Gerber. But some some older people did decide to go to Coachella. We have 52-year-old Olympus's Fallen star Gerard Butler was at Coachella. He went to night three, and it is my favorite photo from the event. It is Gerard Butler looking like he just stepped out of Craig's in a old leather jacket and uh, just a button-down Oxford shirt, looking pretty stern, looking like Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler checks out performers on night three of Coachella 2022. It's just uh, the anti-Vanessa Hudgens. That's Gerard Butler. And in a way, he's also the pro Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does make you, there's something, A, very like, oh, relatable. That's me at Coachella, just looking plain, looking ordinary. But like, doesn't it make you appreciate Vanessa Hudgens? You know, you see someone show up no. like they just rolled out of bed. Like, oh, God, True. I always forget. Every time you see a photo, we've definitely mentioned this, but is there anyone who looks like they're stinkier than Gerard Butler? No. Every every photo of you him. You always he looks, say he this. Looks, you he looks even showered this. in this photo, and yet I can smell this photo. Nasty. I love, though, the idea that maybe, like, Gerard Butler ran into Vanessa Hudgens at some party, like, a week before, and she was like, oh, my God, Gerard, you should come to Coachella. It's You're so You're going to be in fun. Palm Springs? I go every year. Just come by. Give me a call. Here's my number. I'll show you around like I love it there and he's like he's wasted obviously and he's like oi uh yeah Coachella oi. what's that okay great uh I'll be there and then he's like now he's there and he's like texting baby V like where are you where are you at where are you right he totally thought they were gonna hook up or something and he's like oh she just seriously loves Coachella this wasn't <laughs> this wasn't flirting <laughs> this was just an and invite to an event the 52 year old Olympus has fallen actor <laughs> Olympus was spotted walking baby. around the desert to check out the different performers. 
he was like, what the fuck am I doing here? It really does. I mean, I, 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 I mean this. It, it makes you, it makes you appreciate the celebrities for as stupid as they are. They're doing what they should be doing, which is dressing like lunatics and taking photos of it and putting it on the internet. You know, like why yeah, aren't these brands well, taking advantage of the desire for celebrities to look like idiots and put the photos on the internet? Like, come on, Lays. That where would we be? Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. <laughs> Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, might? Uh, 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 uh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case, under the bed. your linens, sweeties. The lin- it's time, for- it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses. I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jacket sweaters and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I hate and Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Who is... Amina Muadi. My name is Amina Muadi. I'm 33. I am half Jordanian, half Romanian, but I grew up in Italy and now I live in Paris. I am a designer and the creative director. Amina Muadi is the woman who did not. I don't think we're going to know about her for very long. <laughs> Amina Muadi did not have an affair with ASAP Rocky. Okay? No. This, this like blew up the internet for what? Three hours? Two hours? This was yeah. this brief scandal because when it's one of the most famous couples in the country and beloved and also uh, 
easy to root for couples because Rihanna is pregnant, because one of them is pregnant. So you have this slow rollout of the pregnancy. You have nothing but the most A-list press, the cover of Vogue. Uh, Rihanna keeps getting attention for her pregnancy, whatever. In comes this random rumor that says ASAP Rocky fucked Amina Muadi and it's completely destroyed his relationship with Rihanna. From a fashion influencer, a.k.a. someone who is trustworthy-ish, Louis underscore via underscore Roma. 21,000 followers, so that's apparently enough to spread something far enough, you know? Yes. And when you Google his name, you see bylines in actual fashion magazines like Harper's Bazaar interviewing stylists, designers. Like, he's an actual fashion journalist, fashion influencer. So it seems like even if you're new here, like, say, maybe I am, someone who doesn't know so much about fashion, you look at his, like, bona fides or whatever, and it's like, oh, this guy seems legit. I'm willing to believe that there might be a glimmer of truth here, even though we've, uh, you know, again, I'm the most gullible person on the planet and we've been burned in the past. But I mean, this came and went so quickly. She denied it with a very long statement uh, that I will read just because it's surprising to get a denial like this from someone embroiled in a controversy. Well, it's also, it could really fuck up her business. She's a fashion designer who's like, relatively successful she's worked with both rihanna and asap rocky in the past which is i guess why this is convincing at all she made shoes for fenty yeah and so this could really fuck up her like her money situation so she's like i'm not even having this like even Mm be uh any anything close to a lemonade type uh whatever her name is rachel rachel roy rachel roy type rumor She says, I've always believed that an unfounded lie spread on social media doesn't deserve any response or clarification, especially one that is so vile, and then it happened to me. I initially assumed that this fake gossip fabricated with such malicious intent would not be taken seriously. However, in the last 24 hours, I've been reminded that we live in a society that is quick to speak on topics regardless of factual basis, and that nothing is off limits, not even during what one should... Not even during what should be one of the most beautiful and celebrated times in one life. While Rhee is continuing to live her serene, best-dressed pregnancy life, and I go back to my business, I wish everyone a beautiful Easter God, weekend. and on Easter weekend And on Easter times. weekend. So she He has is... risen, and this drama <sighs> needs to be squashed. Did you see the photo of Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton with their He Is Risen yeah, gif at the well, bottom? Some... <laughs> Blake dressed like an Easter bunny. <laughs> He has risen and he came back with something toxic. (laughs) He brought back something toxic from the other world or whatever. (laughs) However Easter works. I don't know. Is that how it works? works. Okay. Yeah, that's basically how it works. God, I don't even know. I'm learning about Easter every day. Every year of my life, I learn a little bit more about this holiday. Easter is interesting. Easter is (laughs) interesting. So he dies on Good Friday. Yeah. And then he's like, and everyone's like, oh my God, he died for like three yeah. days. Everyone's like, oh my, can you believe right. that he died? Sure. They crucified him and he's dead and they put him right. in a tomb. And then on Easter Sunday, they go to the tomb and they're like, what's going on? And he's gone because he's left and he's alive. Wait, he, he just left. He said, peace. Well, he got out of he the came tomb. Back. See, this is, <laughs> this is the part in the mass where I'm like, I don't need to hear this again. And because I didn't want to hear it again, it kind of left my brain. So then like there's something like an ascension <laughs> What does it have to do with me getting hit in the head by a, a live carrot at a New Orleans Easter parade this weekend? Oh, I don't know any of that. No no clue why people are throwing carrots in New Orleans on Easter Sunday. Huge no idea. carrots. I get how it relates to bunnies, but a huge carrot. Anyway, Sorry. so this happened on Easter weekend. Amina Moadi, 
her shoes are really fu- are really famous. They became famous weirdly. Uh, she's been in fashion for a long time. Uh, she has Jordanian and Romanian heritage, according to her Five Things to Know About Her, and she has serious high fashion cred. Uh, one of the reasons she's as famous as she is now or as successful as she is now is because she has a, a very trendy shoe line. Uh, they are her name, Amina Mawadi Shoes. And at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, February, March 2020, her shoes started selling out like hotcakes all over the internet. I was watching some like YouTube influencers talk about how hard it was to get you know their pairs of Amina Mawadi shoes. And a lot was written in the early days of, of the pandemic about how interesting it was that these extremely expensive $1,000 plus shoes for specifically like glam nights out were still selling well when everyone was stuck inside and it just goes to uh, it just sort of highlights like how in demand the shoes are like despite not having the opportunities to wear them people wanted to buy them and so they are still very famous they were just featured on euphoria uh maddie wore them alexa demi wore them in a scene the scene scene where she like bangs on the door that i've seen you know clips of i recognize those shoes because those turned into a meme so the guy who started the rumor went on Instagram stories and on Twitter to apologize for posting the tweet. Uh, His Mm. apology is really long. He says, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he says he made a dumb decision to tweet information that he had received. He won't reveal who the sources were, but he said that he believed them. He said, I'd like to formally apologize to all parties involved with my actions for my reckless tweets. I fully accept the consequences of my actions for my tweets and any harm they caused. I have no excuse for it. I've been way too wrapped up in Twitter drama and unfortunately leaned into being messy as a brand, which is something going forward I'm going to move away from. Ooh, so he apologizes, he apologizes, he apologizes, he This apologizes. is a lot of... These two apologies... These two, like, are... We're getting wordy. You can tell mm-hmm. they're scared. You can tell they're scared, for sure. Because what? Isn't that technically defamatory? Couldn't that technically be defamatory? Um, what do you mean? Like, in a, in, a, in a true legal sense. In a true, like, I'm scared of getting sued by Rihanna and ASAP Rocky sense. Uh, right? Vaguely, but no. Nah, eh. Anyway, something shook him and he officially apologized and that rumor is gone. We will not be thinking about this in like 48 hours. Moving on. He better call Becky with the good hair. Sienna Miller admits she once accidentally flooded David Bowie's New York apartment. Quote, he didn't like me very much. Where do you think she revealed this? That's right, on the Drew Barrymore show. That's where you go to reveal silly things these days. On the Drew I'm glad Barrymore that show. People still have silly things to reveal for Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I actually I moved into an apartment when I did my first play here, and it was the same building that he lived in. I'd like somehow swindled like somebody to give me this extraordinary apartment. There was like an airport hangar. I mean it was and it was empty. There was barely like there was a mattress on the floor, but I'd like roller skate so around sexy. it. Yeah, but I had a Halloween party at this apartment. And somebody flooded the bathroom, which then flooded David Bowie's apartment. So he's not, he didn't like me very much. You would think that people would have run out of silly things to reveal to Mm -hmm. Drew Barrymore. But in fact, the truth is, is like there's an unlimited amount of silly things to reveal. Like Sienna Miller's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I got something for you. Was she doing press? Oh, she was, she's in the new, um, uh, you're the show that you love. Uh, uh, where which she's on the U, the UK show, the British, a very British scandal, Anatomy of a Scandal. That's Anatomy of a Scandal. That's different. What is yours? That's different this than a very like. British scandal. Oh, sorry. There's a very British scandal, and that's the one that had um, uh, Hugh Grant and yes. what's his name, Cutie Patootie, uh, Hugh Dancy, <laughs> and then that's the the new one. That's a very British scandal. Is gonna star like Claire Foy or something. 
Okay, so this is a totally different This is a property. totally different British scandal show called Anatomy of a Scandal. It's based on a book, but what's interesting is she got a profile in the cut because of this. Uh, and her, the, the, the profile is very much like, Sienna Miller, who can describe her? She's she's funny. <laughs> you can't. didn't know. Not us. <laughs> right. It's, it is very funny. But the thing that they're very focused on, which is a little interesting, is that she's playing a woman... She's playing a character who was married to a member of parliament who mm-hmm. got cheated on. And as yeah. you know, Santa Miller also got famously got cheated on by a powerful man named Jude Law. And she kind of, they're kind of like, you know, so uh, is that what you're pulling from? You've experienced this before. And she says, her reaction to betrayal was so measured and different from mine. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> right. Very much like I lost it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, she never forget Jude had to publicly admit that he cheated on her with the nanny when this mm-hmm. happened. As Jude was like, have. "Yeah, I did it. I'm really sorry. I did it. Uh, I'm so sorry. This is me. It's I so did it." Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I love Jude Law, but that's fucked. Anyways, the reason why she flooded D- David Bowie's office is because her mom was friends with David Bowie. Her mom was David Bowie's personal assistant for many, many, many years, which is not some new reveal from this profile. She's been, this has been like well-known at, at the, the earliest appearance I saw of this being referenced was in like 2008. So this is something we have known about Sienna Miller. Her mom was David Bowie's assistant. We have. I could retain I, I two things that t- you tell me about Sienna Miller. I could retain it, anything. All I know is she was in that Factory Girl movie. She was in that. No, you know the. I know the other thing that you remember about Sienna Miller that she called Pittsburgh Schittsburg when she was filming the streets of Pittsburgh. That's, yeah, that's, that's it. it. And that Jude Law t- cheated on her with a nanny. And all of Pittsburgh was like, "Fuck you, Sienna Miller." And it was funny because it was like the most she, the most attention she'd ever gotten from like Pittsburgh for sure. Mm-hmm. Her whole I actually revisited. I revisited that Pittsburgh story from 2006. Uh, uh, thank you, web.archive.org, for mm, saving mm-hmm. this people story. Sienna mm-hmm. Miller denies having temper tantrum, October 13, 2006. So we all know the story that she was hanging out in Pittsburgh at a bar, got riled up, allegedly said, got into a confrontation with some people there and was like, don't you know who I am? I'm Sienna Miller. She called <laughs> Pittsburgh Schittsburg. Everyone got mad at her, right? I had never read you know, later later on in the story, down the line, she responded to the bar owner and the witnesses who said that she said those things and said, no, 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 I never said those things. I was with a ton of people. Ask them and they'll tell you I never said Schittsburg. Ask them and they'll tell you I never said, I'm a famous actress. I'm Sienna Miller. Here's the quote. I was asked to provide ID, and since I didn't have any with me, I was told I couldn't be served and asked to leave. I had no problem with this, and my family and I left calmly, without any further exchange of words, the actress says. Miller also says the incident was witnessed by several people, including, quote, members of the crew from the film and some recent friends that I have made at at a local Starbucks. (laughs) Just ask my buddies from Starbucks, and they will tell you I didn't throw a tantrum desperate to get this stricken from the record i mean it it really is a bad look it's a bad look so the story that she told in this that was aggregated was that i will say though (laughs) if i was at a bar in pittsburgh and they were and i didn't have my id and they were like can i see your id i would also not say do you know who i am but i would try to find many ways to get around this i'd be like can i show you a picture of my license can i show you something can i show can i show you my health insurance card can i show what else can i show you every time i see her in something which i kind of do accidentally like you watch a movie and like, oh, oops, there's Sienna, Sienna Miller. I didn't expect yeah. that. Oh, like, oh, you're watching a movie, but with someone else and there she is. I'm kind of surprised by 
the fact that she's a very good actress. Like, no, she she's is, such a punchline at this point. But when she's in something, you're like, you're very good at this. This, no, You're good at your job. We can't have that conversation every time this woman is appears in anything. And yet we do. It's very, y'all aren't ready to have this conversation. Y'all <laughs> aren't ready to have Miller this conversation. <laughs> but nobody has ever been ready to have that conversation because every time somebody no. starts to try it. And I'm sure, that, and that person is still screaming down an empty hallway. David Bowie is like, <laughs> I didn't think she was good and burnt, actually. The movies that this woman has been into are just like, she was in both American Sniper and Foxcatcher back to back. Like, who could say that? Who else could say that? I think she's the only one. Sienna Miller had to act opposite uh, a CGI baby just like Bradley Cooper, but we only give Bradley Cooper the props for it. It may have been the leather pants. Oh, yeah. What kind of pants does a girl have to wear to be left alone? Well, maybe corduroy. Is that how it is with you guys? You're like suddenly single after three beers? Well, I know after three beers, all I know is get a fourth. Oh, that's great. That's great. Real redneck. Well, I'm not redneck. I'm from Texas. Mm. That's a difference. Here's what's happening right now. Elizabeth Hurley has made many an appearance in the Daily Mail. In fact, I feel like she has a resurgence based on posting bikini pictures and being mm-hmm. funny online, and the Daily Mail is loving it. But you can't be in the good graces of the Daily Mail for long. They're going to turn on you, and it's a matter of time, right? And I think recently... Truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> this is a leading example of what's happening here is that Elizabeth Hurley, the Daily Mail is poking at Elizabeth Hurley and they're like, can you take this? Can you take this insane article we're going to write about you posting a picture holding a starfish in the ocean and people commenting that starfish is, you're killing that starfish, right? These would normally just be Instagram comments to be forgotten, to be to mm-hmm. blow in the wind. But this mm-hmm. article says, quote, they won't survive now. Bikini clad Elizabeth <laughs> Hurley is slammed by fans for posing in a holiday picture holding a delicate starfish who suffocate out of water. Well, did you see the actual caption that she used on this? No. The reason that the, the the people were so upset and the Daily Mail was in turn so upset or it was feigning uh, their anger at this was because they, they assumed that Elizabeth Hurley saw these in the water, pulled them out of the water, and then posed with them and then put them back in the water. Elizabeth Hurley says in her caption that is not edited, by the way, it says, found these magnificent starfish alive but stranded on the beach. They're now happily back at the bottom of the sea. So Elizabeth oh Hurley's God. caption is her actually saying, I'm Steve Irwin. I'm the like, I'm the reincarnation of Steve Irwin. I saved these starfish. I put them back into the water when they would have suffocated in air. In her caption, she's saying, I'm saving this starfish's life. And they, despite seeing that, willfully, say, she no, fucking they, killed they, them. They willfully <laughs> do not give a fucking shit about that. Not only do they not give a shit about that, they called a marine biologist named Professor Morgan Pratchett. And they said, what kind of starfish is that? And he said, it's a red cushion sea star. And then they said, interesting. And then they Googled the starfish or whatever the fuck they did. And it said, according to World Animal Protection, you should never touch or remove a starfish from the water as this could lead them to suffocating. But she specifically says she didn't do that. She says, I "I took them from the beach and put them in the water. They've got it out for her. They've got it out for her. And she kept this photo up. Also related, shout out to Carrie O'Donnell for resurfacing one of the best Easter tweets of all time, which was when Elizabeth (laughs) Hurley on April 1st, 2018, tweeted, thanking God today that my nephew Miles is with us for Easter today. His wound is still oozing blood, but he's alive and we're thankful. The knifemen who stabbed him are still roaming around London, perhaps around your loved ones. Happy Easter, XX. (laughs) Good luck. Oh, my God. 
not the knife men are roaming around England. What hoping, is this? Like hoping that you and yours don't get knifed XX. Jack the Ripper vibes. Like I hope it's, this was in 2018. Do we think they caught the knife man who stabbed her son? I'm not her looking nephew. Up Sorry, I'm not looking at knife crime in, in London. No, I'm not doing it. But his wound was still oozing blood. Like stop taking the photo and <laughs> posting it and fix the wound. So leave it to Elizabeth Hurley for posting the sexiest photo of her posing with her nephew. <laughs> Being grateful for his survival, but like pouting, showing off her best angle in like the sexiest bunny like hat in her hair. I mean, I feel like no offense to Miles, but that, this kid definitely is lying to his aunt, Aunt Elizabeth Hurley. He definitely showed up to Easter dinner like bleeding and they were like, what's wrong? And he was like, I was stabbed I by was a knife. I stabbed knifeman. by a knifeman. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's plural knifeman. This kid says he was stabbed by multiple knifemen. Moving on. Bad baby bought a mansion in Florida and I'm obsessed obsessed with dirt.com one of my new favorite websites uh dirt.com just great real estate like blogging uh real estate blogging but you've like, said this before that you love sassy yeah it's yeah. a great website here's the headline boy cash, it's boise real estate blogging cash her outside get it bad baby pays all cash for six million dollar florida mansion cash honestly bad baby having six million dollars in cash is astounding <laughs> This was a girl famous for mouthing off to her mother on Dr. Phil like 45 years ago at this point. Mouthing off to Dr. Phil himself, not just her mother. She was like telling Dr. Phil to fucking like Incredible. come for her. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? What does that mean? What I just said. Catch her outside, and she'll go outside and do what she has to do. And now we know, in modern times, Dr. Phil sucks. Bad Baby's a legend. She made six million dollars doing God knows what online. I mean, various things. Actually, it says actually the Variety wrote an entire article about how she made six million dollars, which is impressive because first of all, who cares? But it's newsy. Music it's newsy. sponsorships. It's music sponsorships and OnlyFans. She's making tons of money. Tons Fashion of money. Fashion Nova music video uh, product placement. Mm-hmm. Posting to Snapchat uh, just because of monetized YouTube nine million followers, mm-hmm. YouTube YouTube views, which I guess is like vague, vaguely money, and yeah. royalties, uh, which I don't think make, make you a ton of money, but still, but still, and she makes and a ton of only money fans. on OnlyFans too. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. it's a lot of money, it's a lot of income streams. So are we surprised that she paid six million dollars in cash for her Florida mansion? I just no, love it. but are we I surprised that she specifically chose to pay for a house in Florida because she didn't want to pay California California property taxes? Like, yes, I'm surprised. She said to Variety, "I'm quote not about to pay those California taxes." She bought a <laughs> mansion about. in Boca. Oh, that's so funny. She can go to like the. Houston's downtown. That's like where my grandmother used to live. Incredible. I hope she enjoys Boca Raton. That is so Despite funny her to me. youth, it's just like everything that she's saying in this is it sounds like it's coming from like the mouth of like a 55-year-old like rich person. I know. Despite her youth, Brigoli is already experienced with real estate and the IRS. Though she leases a mansion in Los Angeles, she makes sure to spend at least 6 months a year in Boca Raton in order to remain a yes! Florida resident. Of All her luxury cars, she owns 5 outright, including two brand new Bentleys, are purposefully registered in Florida. Incredible. <laughs> "Quote, I'm not about to pay these California no, I mean, taxes." Bad baby literally knows more about like paying taxes than me and you. Like 
like she knows more about the system than you than you or I. Oh, of course. Like, well, people with all that money have to know more about how to like do this. It's she's crazy. Only she's only nineteen, and she's essentially it's... an accountant. Bad baby, do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Records reveal the these hoes rapper does not have a mortgage on the property. <laughs> <laughs> the other best part is she commented. She found the article she, and she commented on the dirt. And she said, y'all, y'all so quick to be in my business, but thanks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle Bergoli, April 16th, 2022 at 12.36 p.m. Wow. Whoever replies to Lily Allen's plea for a new assistant is about to get screwed. I I have to suspect something strange is afoot. Well, someone who posted these on Twitter, shout out to them, posted His these and was like, "His person Friday." Thank you. On Twitter, they were like, "Um, has Lily Allen seen the movies that she's put in these posts? Because the first <laughs> post says, "Looking for an assistant based in Brooklyn, New York, smart, hardworking, tech savvy, willing to travel, blah blah blah." Send a resume to help Lily Allen at gmail.com. <laughs> and it's a picture of um, Annie Hathaway in Devil Wears Prada. Okay, fine, sure. I guess that's early like a in good... the movie. We're talking Act One of the sure. movie when she's really miserable. Okay? Right, she's an abused assistant, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess. She's an assistant, but an abused assistant. So I'm not sure that really represents what you want, Lily Allen. The second one's even crazier. Looking for an assistant based in New York, Brooklyn, blah, blah, blah. Send resume to helplilyallen.com. And it's a picture of Julia (laughs) Julia Garner Garner. in the movie The Assistant, Mm -hmm. but it was based on the Harvey Weinstein situation. So Lily Allen is kind of saying, do you want to be an assistant like this one who was sexually (laughs) harassed by Harvey Weinstein? I mean... She's definitely she definitely has not seen the assistant. She 100%. has seen the she Devil Wears Prada. The assistant movie. <laughs> but she thought the Devil Wears Prada thing was like funny, but it, it doesn't really stand up to much scrutiny because it's like, wait, if you would be the Miranda, that's the person Bobby. You're you're, you're actually the devil. You're the if devil. You were by if you were hiring an assistant and wanted to for some dumb reason, idiotic reason, post it on Instagram to find one. <laughs> And you had to reference some sort of cultural thing. What would you use? I would post Amy Aquino from Working Girl, who is Tess McGill's assistant at the end of Working Girl, because Tess McGill specifically tells her, as a former assistant herself, you're never going to get me coffee. If you ever have to go to the bathroom, just go. She basically says, Amy Aquino, you're going to have the best life as an assistant working for me. All right. That's what I'd post. When I saw you... In here on, on the phone with your feet up, I figured this was your office. I'm sorry about that, Ms. McGill. It won't happen again, ever. It's okay. Maybe now would be a good time to go over what you expect of me. <clears throat> I, uh, I expect you to call me Tess. I don't expect you to fetch me coffee unless you're getting some for yourself. And um, the rest will just make up as we go along, okay? Okay. I'll be right outside if you need anything. If anyone here applies to be Lilian's assistant, you know who to call. Let us know how that goes. 
We have some relationships to talk about briefly. Lily Reinhardt and Spencer Neville revealed their relationship while at Coachella, dressed in their Coachella best. He kind of looks like Jason, um, Jacob Alordi mixed with a chain smoker, not the hot one, he, the other one. He looks like the, he looks like the not hot chain smoker. Yeah, that's right. what he looks like. But he looks like a hot version of the not And I'm happy that she's dating someone. I really don't care who he is or what he does. I'm happy that she's dating someone outside the Archie universe. This is, I mean, if you want to be, if, if you want, we'll end it. We're going to end this segment after I read this tweet because I don't think there's okay. any way to like really decipher this. But if you're a Riverdale stan, this is the type of thing that you would understand. Okay, this is from Peter Gwen's web. Oh, like Spider-Man. Yeah. Here's a tweet. This goes to the Sprouse Hearts who can't grasp that Cole and Lily's relationship has been over two years now, and to the Apperhearts, who are calling Lily and Spencer's relationship mid-game and spreading rumors about Cole mistreating Lily, even though Lily never said that. Fuck off. Someone else? Bughead's Destiny says, please don't be rude to either Lily or Spencer. Let's not have past events happen again. If they're both happy, that's all that matters. This is their personal lives. Let them have their privacy. Don't go to his account to spread hate. Don't go to her account. To spread hate. Great. Love it. Uh, moving on. A few splits. I did not know that Natasha Leone and Fred Armisen had been together for eight years, but I'm glad they're broken up. Well, no one knows. Uh, you knew. You knew. Did you I like Eternal that. Sunshine? Because this is gross. You knew. And I'm really glad that it's over. Th- that was my reaction. When I saw this headline, I was like, thank God they split up. I didn't know they were together. <laughs> well, that was kind of like the never spoken about thing about her. But also... Natasha Leone only comes up, only surfaces for air when like a new project comes out. She's not like out there doing stuff. She's like mm-hmm. promoting Russian Doll because Russian Doll is coming back for a second season back. like soon. Yeah, so that's why this is out is because we got a profile of Natasha Leone and they're like, are you still dating Fred Armisen? She's like, actually, no, I haven't for a while. But I do think it is one of those things that people will remember because first of all they think that Natasha Leona is gay she's not so like or at least not to my mm-hmm. knowledge I don't know if she's queer or bi or whatever but she mostly dates men so yeah. it, that's something that always shocks people <laughs> mm-hmm. that she doesn't Be- exclusively date women yeah right because of because I'm a cheerleader and just because she's got like a brassy girly attitude and I think they think that she's gay but she's not and she's dated Fred Armisen and Fred Armisen as we know is not a great boyfriend or maybe just not a great boyfriend to uh, Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, Historic, wait, Elizabeth, I mean, not Olsen, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor, Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Thank you. Uh, there have just been like the, the rumors surrounding Fred Armisen's uh, abilities as a boyfriend are not good and not positive. So anytime you see someone that you really like, a.k.a. Natasha Leone, someone who kind of people tend to really like Natasha Leone. So when you see her exiting a relationship with someone who's rumored to be a piece of shit then you're like okay good but also you were together for eight years eight years Mm -hmm. um this quote is very how did you interpret this i'm gonna read it but i was like this is it's a gag but it's not a gag she goes quote i honestly think we broke up because i wanted a swimming pool we love each other just about as much as two people can love each other and we're still talking all the time but freddie doesn't like a swimming pool it might seem like a mundane reason for a breakup, but during that pandemic, you've got to get your laps. I'm like Burke Lancaster in The Swimmer. So that's the real scandal. It's kind of funny. I guess I'm finally actually bi-coastal. It's I, definitely not true, and it's definitely funny. It's definitely not true, but it's definitely partly true. <laughs> that it, it almost seems like, why would you bring that up if it wasn't some sort of like straw that broke the camel's back or something? Like, that definitely was a fight. That was the subject of a fight. It kind of feels like she's <laughs> making a joke just to like say something and be funny. Like, in in a way, it's a metaphor for their entire relationship, maybe in her mind or whatever. Like, the fact that she wanted a pool and he didn't. Right? Yeah. Like, that really could represent a lot of things. 
there's something yeah. freewheeling and uh, fun about having a pool. And maybe that was something that they disagreed on, amongst other things. They were introduced by Maya Rudolph. Other splits, Ali Wong and Justin Hakuta, they broke up after eight years. Um, another eight-year split, but they were actually married. So they're divorcing. This is mostly interesting because Ali Wong's last comedy special, which just dropped on Netflix like two months ago, is largely about making jokes about like her status in comedy and uh, how she's very famous, but is kind of boring and doesn't have the opportunities that male comedians have to like kind of fuck a lot of people like fuck a lot of hot people specifically she's like i don't get those kinds of offers as a successful woman and i think that that's a weird double standard like straight men when they become famous even if they're schlubby as a comedian they get the hottest women on the planet being like date me straight women when they become famous as comedians get freaks in their dms she expresses that's been her experience but there's a lot of jokes about like how much she fantasizes about cheating on justin hakuda and obviously that's a gag it's like part of her comedy like you can't really read all that much truth into it but sure, like but it's, it's there uh, it's, it's and in it's, retrospect uh, it's uncomfortable to listen to <laughs> it's giving john mulaney though like it's giving it's giving in retrospect yikes but you know yes yes yeah. exactly right exactly but it's really hard to dissect people's comedy because sometimes it is about them, sometimes it's vaguely about them, sometimes it's just more about that it's really funny. I watched I watched the first like 20 minutes of it because I wanted to hear where she really said the stuff that people keep pulling out. The Atlantic wrote about it. This is Shirley Lee in The Atlantic. She wrote a comedy special about wanting to cheat on your husband. And it's, it's a good review, but she ends with this. Uh, Toward the end of the special, Wong assures her viewers that she's in a healthy marriage in a moment that feels a tad hasty, like an afterthought intended to draw them back onto her side. But for the most part, Don Wong, which is the name of the special, provides her space to air the naughtiest thoughts and encourage more women to do the same. Midway through the set, Wong deepens her voice and speaks in a somber tone as if on the verge of launching into a TED Talk. Quote, for women, no matter how much money, power, or respect you earn, that's like a, she keeps mentioning like money, power, respect about the thing. You are never allowed to behave badly and get away with it, she says. And then she pauses and widens her eyes. Because, But that's all I want to do. If she can admit it, so can you. She wants to behave badly and get away with it. And um, I don't know, it's it's just like one of those things where in retrospect, if I had watched this two months ago, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. But here it's like very weird. Because I think about cheating on my husband <laughs> every five minutes. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. <laughs> Not because I'm a good person only because no worthy opportunity has presented itself. The guy that Amber Riley met at the party, they're not getting married. I feel bad because I thought that was such a cute story and we like told it so thoroughly. Yes. And they got engaged over a year ago and nothing ever came of it. Like she kind of stopped talking about the engagement to the point that we got a call that was very convincing a couple of months ago, maybe just one month ago. Because I remember hearing the call, someone saying, I think Amber Riley broke up with Deshaun Black. I think they're no longer engaged. And it hasn't been mentioned, but I'm just based on I love Amber Riley. And based on the vibe of her Instagram posts, I'm sensing the fact that she's single again. I'm sensing singledom. And I was like, that's interesting. So I went to her Instagram to see if I felt the same vibes. And while I did, I couldn't find, like, actual... I zoomed into, like... I scrolled through her whole grid. 
zoomed into every hand to see if she had her wedding ring on. Sometimes she did, sometimes she didn't. And it was inconclusive. Mm. And I was like, I get the vibes because there was a lot of like post really, New Year. It was like you really New Year, New Me stuff. Uh-huh. But I didn't want to play the call in the show because I was like, this felt a little too speculative. You know, I was like, this is a little weird. And but she is. But the caller a, knew. But the caller knew. And uh, she confirmed the news. They asked for privacy during this time. And her actual statement says, I wish him the best. I don't have anything horrible or bad to say. It's also like. So kind of vaguely rude to be like i think amber like to play a call that's not really confirmed that's like amber riley and her like normie boyfriend like like her fiance broke up and it's like you know like versus like oh we're speculating j-lo and ben are back together oh we're speculating this we're like it's a little bit more like in the public realm but then it kind of feels because she just like met this random guy at a party and like they hit it off i'm sad i feel sad what was she wearing where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Where is Rita? Why isn't she at Coachella? <laughs> think it's because she's just saving it for next week or do you think she's just not gonna go because i think she's not i was go. i was like well where is she where is she where is she and i think she's during busy. coachella in the midst of coachella she was tweeting about being en route to the airport and i was like well which airport is she en route to where is she is she in australia london la new york what she thanked a eyelash person she mm. said i'm on i'm i'm on my way to the airport and my lashes are done thanks whoever this eyelash person was the eyelash person is based in beverly hills Rita mm. has been in Los Angeles during Coachella and she wasn't there. It is where she didn't go for just like one night. You know, she could have like taken a lift to go Palm take some Springs, photos, hang out with her pals. And she must have just had other engagements, other money making opportunities that she could not say no to. I mean, she had literally so much more of an exciting thing happen to her, which is a few days ago, she adopted a rescue dog. Isn't that so great? One of the cutest little dogs I've, I've ever, ever seen, seen in my whole entire I've life. I've ever seen. Please don't let me, honey. I rescued you. Her, I rescued her with the amazing La Belle Foundation. Thank you for helping me find my true baby. I'm happy I could find a home for this little honey. Keep swiping to literally hear the loudest snore in the world. Oh, they didn't warn me about that, but I do. I care. No, she's too cute. And a picture of me with a fake dog when I was wee tiny. <laughs> she's like, she's making her fantasy of having a dog a reality. I just have to say, this dog better go everywhere with her because she is going everywhere, and she needs a dog that can go everywhere with her. The, do- the moment we stop seeing this dog with any regularity on our Instagram, I'm going to start getting worried. Like, <laughs> Where's you know? the dog? Well, I mean, I'm Where's sure she'll have people staying with the dog. You know, like you're, you know, you have friends who yeah. take in that take the dog or whatever. The other thing she is celebrated that- Easter by posting a photo of Kate Moss in a bunny costume. Incredible. <laughs> More impressively, Rita Ora is getting five million pounds to be the face of Prada. Rita Ora is going to be the face of Prada. That's in huge. England. That's That's huge. huge. Their quote about her, too, was so flattering. A source told The Sun, fashion bosses think Rita is the perfect fit to keep their brand edgy. She's a global superstar and straddles the worlds of music, film, and TV. Rita's look is iconic. (laughs) I can't say I agree with that necessarily in the way that they worded it, but I do agree that she will keep a brand edgy, for sure. I do agree that she straddles the worlds of music, film, and TV. That's true. She straddles them. Her look is... 
as a brand, iconic or not, whatever. I mean, iconic or not, define iconic. We use that word to death, so whatever. But I will say, though, this is somebody who is photographed so often and it's picked up so often that if I was a fashion label, I would want her to be representing me. Like I'd say five million pounds. That's a steal. Right. Because it doesn't. She makes the clothes look good. She's photographed in them constantly. It's not even about being a household name. It's literally about being visible. And there's no one is more visible than this woman. No one. She'll she will wear your clothes on the red carpet. She will wear your clothes running errands. She will wear your clothes when she's on television hosting The Voice. You know, like she will get your clothes in front of so many eyeballs. And she will make your clothes look incredible because she Mm -hmm. knows how to wear clothes. Uh, The last thing that Rita Ora is up to, she may shout out to Esther Zuckerman uh, on Twitter. Thanks, Esther, for pointing out that the woman that Chris Hemsworth kisses in the trailer for or the teaser trailer for Taika Waititi's Thor Love and Thunder could in fact be Rita Ora. I hate to be negative, but I'm saying I think no. The screenshot that Esther posted makes me think it's Rita Ora, but when you slow it down as Lindsay did and get other frames, it looks less like Rita Ora. But what is more Rita Ora than looking like Rita Ora from one angle and not looking like Rita Ora from another angle? Like, you know, I don't know. Right. I just, I, as somebody who does look like, no, at this point, I really do know what Rita Ora looks like. I know the joke is Mm -hmm. that like, it's hard to, but I do know know what she looks like. I'm zooming in. I'm looking at multiple angles. I'm, I'm, and I just don't think it's her. I mean, prove me wrong, but I don't think it's her. I do think we had been predicting that Taika would give her some sort of cameo in this for fun. Because number one, how could you not? Like, that's funny. And also, she's like a draw. Why wouldn't you put Rita Ora in your movie if I know. you could? And Why wouldn't you? If it, it stands to reason that if Rita Ora were in this movie, Taika would sort of like, as a wink, 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 use his pl- his power as the director of this movie and like the creative force behind this franchise of Thor movies, say like, we're putting my girlfriend in the teaser. Even if it's only for five seconds. I mean, you know, like, it goes with the, it's not like random. It goes with the teaser. I don't really understand Thor, like what his deal is. Thor. But like, it seems like it goes with the teaser. He's like bumming around town, smooching. I was very confused. Like, I have so little idea of what happens in the Thor movies that like Natalie Portman's in it at the end. And she's also Thor. There are two Thors she's and one Lady of them's Natalie Thor. Portman. She's no Lady one Thor. told me that. The funniest thing about Lady Thor is like, did they not want to just like call her like Thorina <laughs> or like Thorgis. She really goes by Lady Thor? <laughs> yeah, it's Lady, Lady Thor. Thor. Oh my god. Okay, Thorgis is funny. Natalie Portman <laughs> is Lady Thor. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> I didn't realize you were seriously no, calling it's her Lady, Lady Thor. Thor. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm serious. It's Lady Thor. Wow. Wow. Uh, thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research assistant, uh, research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing when you're not on vacation at Coachella at the Lay's <laughs> chip booth. We missed you, Timmy. Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, Discord server, uh, commentaries, more, whatever. We're going to talk about some upcoming memoirs in the weeks ahead. Viola Davis's memoir, Molly Shannon's memoir. What's the other one? Uh, Delia, Delia Efron's, Efron's memoir. memoir. Yes, 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 yes. You never know what you're going to get on the Patreon. Uh, rate and review Sunnable Podcasts. We will see you on Friday. Keep calling in at 619-WHO-THEM. Bye. Bye. You will say that. to be famous.